and welcome to your teenage daydream. I'm Jet. And I'm Jen. Uh, this is episode 39. Woo! Uh, we are still on the OC. We will eventually get to some other amazing early 2000s teen dramas. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but we are still season two of the OC. We're on episode 11, The Second Chance. Ooh. I know. Second Chance for whom? Right? Yeah. I feel like it took me a really long time to kind of even figure out what that meant. And then I still kind of was like, eh, I guess so. I, yeah, I know. It's kind of like um, <laughs> was the last one we did or the one yeah. before that was like, mm, this connection is tenuous at best. <laughs> oh, yeah. The accomplice. The accomplice, right. Because like no one was really like helping it. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Oh, so where do we start with this one? What what happens first? Um. Well. Rebecca. Oh, yeah. Yes. Back. We ended with so the last one. So we yeah. start with Sandy pulling into the driveway. Oh. And then you cut inside to like Ryan at the kitchen table studying. Well, and it's, it's like really early in the morning, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, because everyone keeps saying to each other, like, isn't it too early for this? Because like Ryan's up and studying, and then like Seth, of course, needs to have like a Seth talk. But they're both kind of like, isn't it too early to be up now? Isn't it too early to be up now? Yeah. <laughs> well, because it's funny because Seth is like still in his robe and he walks through the kitchen to go to the pool house and then like kind of sees Ryan at the table studying and is like, oh, what? You're, you're awake. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and of course he like needs to talk about Summer. <laughs> oh my God. Summer and Zach, Summer and Zach, because he's not over Summer, which please, no. we knew that. It's so funny that like, I mean, obviously, like, I understand how human emotions work, but, like, how, like, he doesn't get it. Oh, I know. (laughs) It's hilarious. You're like, Seth, be more obvious. (laughs) But anyway, so then Seth ends up, like, going back upstairs. Yeah, they have have a fun little, like, banter about how it's more of, like, a pool house discussion. (laughs) Yes, that's right. I forgot about that. Because, yeah, Ryan's like, are you, like, did you want to talk about Alex? You know, and she's like, no, like, he's just, you know, at this point, she's just, like, kitchen table talk. Like, this is, like, a serious, like, pool house talk. Like, it's about Zach and Summer. And, like, he's all worried about how, because Zach, Summer, and Seth are working on the comic book and, like, going to be around each other professionally a lot. But then he's worried about how it's going to turn into, like, sexy times somehow. I guess because he's going to be spending time with her because he's drawing her character. But I mean, I, even that is a stretch to me because he's drawing everybody else too. Like, and that's, that's like, I'm like, of... why do you need to have this session with Summer one on one when you're also drawing Ryan and Marissa? He's drawing everyone else. He yeah. already has an entire separate notebook right. full of Summer. Right. Like, you already know how to do this. And they keep talking about how it's, like, this weird, like, three-person, like, partnership thing to, like, get the comic. But, like, what does Summer have to do with it? I don't know if she's just there to be, like, a supportive girlfriend to Zach. Or if, Mm -hmm. like, somehow during their conversations they've decided she's instrumental in this whole thing. I know. Like, that's what I was trying to figure out this whole time. Like, is she turning into the main character? I'm confused. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway questions no answers but yes either way the boys realize that seth is basically just complaining to complain because normally Mm -hmm. he always has lady issues but he doesn't have any right now yes that's right which is then when we cut to seth on the staircase yes (laughs) and sandy sneaking into the house 
in his sock feet. Like he's taken his he shoes does. off <laughs> as though that's going to help at all. Um, but Seth catches him. <laughs> and it's so funny. It really is. Like, cause like Seth is like slowly going up the stairs and then he sees yeah. like the door like open and like Sandy's sock feet. So he just like stops and like very <laughs> much that switch him. of like how a parent would stand there yeah. when like a kid was trying to like sneak in. Oh, so good. Uh, and of course he then like tries to make a deal with sandy but like how you know oh yeah if i forget about this maybe you'll forget about the next time i you know break curfew yeah (laughs) sandy's just like no (laughs) yeah just like keep dreaming oh boy then sandy sneaks into the bedroom and like yeah so of course Kirsten's just like, oh, like, I was so worried about you. And he's like, oh, like, I was so busy with all this stuff with, like, the professor and this and that. Mm-hmm. And, of course, he just doesn't tell Kirsten right. that Rebecca's back. Kirsten straight up asks yeah. how Max took the news about Rebecca. Apologies. I can't just. <laughs> I don't know if you heard that little pop. <laughs> I have something in a mason jar and it just popped. <laughs> it's real life, guys, here. This is yeah. real life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, it's like, are you but making yeah, relish? What's happening? Up... Oh, no, I have a, <laughs> a smoothie in a jar and it's like frozen. So I think it's just like a weird temperature change caused it to pop. Uh, that's good. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but yeah Kirsten Listen. straight up asks how Max took the news about Rebecca being dead. And Sandy does not correct her. Nope. He just lets it fly and you're like uh what yeah and then rebecca calls him Ugh. yeah about meeting him at the pier while kirsten is standing right there yeah and sandy's just like oh yeah no i'll just meet you there and then he hangs up and you're like what sandy cohen making poor decisions in the next couple episodes yes Yep. So we get the lovely theme song. Yes. Kirsten and Ryan are in the kitchen. Ryan's still studying. Kirsten's asking all these questions, you know, like, how are things? How's life? And he's yep. just like, oh, you know, the usual, whatever. How are things with Lindsay? Mm, you know, good. Mm. And then he tells her about what Caleb did. Yep. Well, it's so funny, though, at first, because she's like, basically saying like oh you know there's nothing that can't be fixed with like flowers and candy and he's like it's not something i did but thank you for your confidence (laughs) (laughs) it's so funny i just i love these little moments you get with ryan and kirsten i think they're really cute me too yeah so yeah that's when he tells her about caleb and everything that happened at dinner kirsten's like oh my goodness my father why is he like this yeah and yeah she's like okay you know what like i'm gonna fix this like we'll have a yeah. real meal here like well the four of us will have dinner it'll be like a real thing mm-hmm. she's like i'll make him behave himself which okay oh yeah yeah you're not a miracle work kirsten <laughs> <sighs> we then end up at alex's apartment yes and they're cleaning up after her, Alex and Marissa. Which, like, are they just always half naked? Yep. 
and why? I just... I know. Why are they in their underwear? And that's the thing. Like, no matter what, you know, the relationship ends up being or anything well, like that. and they're not even together at this point. I know. They just had, like, some sort of, like, wild super rager party or something like that. And, like, don't get me wrong. I love you to death, but I feel like that's not something we would do. No. <laughs> That's just not. <laughs> like, it's not something I would do with any of my friends. Right. And I feel like... Which isn't to say that, like, I wouldn't, like, change my clothes. Yeah. With my underwear on in front of friends, because I have done that yeah. for sure. But, like, just be cleaning up in my underpants with no pants on. No. Yeah, like, that's not. the weird part. Just, like okay we're just like cleaning and like whatever and even if at this point they officially were together or someone was with their boyfriend or partner or whomever their other half Mm -hmm. was it's still just weird it's extra weird to me because I feel like you don't see that happening with any of the other couples ever no it's always just like Alex it's like Marissa. they are overtly sexualizing the relationship before anything has even happened. Well, and then they kind of do it with Summer a lot too. Like she often has a this lack is of true. clothing or top, but then with no one else. Like it's not like Ryan or Seth are ever just like walking around half naked. No, right? Like even like they're not even ever even walking around without a shirt on. No. Like, Ryan's in a tank top sometimes, but, like, that's the most you really get. Right, and especially because they're, like, you know, we were talking about the pool house talks before. Like, out of all the times that, like, Seth is, like, bombarded into the pool house, Ryan's never just, like, sitting in his boxers. No, and then, but there, isn't there that one time where he goes in and Ryan's not wearing a shirt? And Seth's like, ah, you're not wearing a shirt. And I'm like, dude, he's just a dude not wearing a shirt. Like, yeah, that's not even a big deal. <laughs> What is wrong with you? I know you live at the on the ocean, like right. Like, don't you swim in? Wouldn't you? Wouldn't you normally see like mostly rich. guys with no don't. shirts on? Right. <laughs> at anyway. the beach, on the pier, all of those things. I just this was a question I had. Why are they always half naked? Yeah, just seems unnecessary to me. Agreed. But whatever. I think that's just such a like TV. Ooh, girls. Ooh. Right. Which I think is why it annoys me. Yeah, for sure. But anyway, Marissa's talking about skipping school again. Because Julie's still, like, in Europe or something. Yeah. And also, because, like, what does Marissa care? Right. I mean, like, fair. <laughs> um. So then Alex's like, oh, yeah, well, I'll teach you to surf. And then Marissa's going to shower first, which approximately makes no sense. Because if you're going to learn how to surf, why are you showering before you jump into the ocean? I know. That would be the one time where it's, like, a free pass, like... Well, and also, you're going to have to shower afterwards because you're going to be covered in sea salt. Yeah. (laughs) And probably sand. Like, anyway, whatever. I understand what they were doing here, too, is because they needed Marissa to take her shirt off. Yeah. And be like, oh, do you have an extra shirt? And Alex was just like, uh, uh uh-huh. And that was (laughs) the funniest part was that, like, even Alex was almost kind of like, why is your top off? Yeah. (laughs) 
But I also, mean, she's like, clearly just, like, a kind of dumbstruck in, like, a very, like, traditionally boy way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which I thought was hilarious. Kind of enjoying the view, but also, like, uh, where's your top? Also, like, please put your shirt back on. <laughs> I love Alex. Oh, yeah. And I definitely had, like, a moment of just being, like, like baby Olivia Wilde is crazy. Like she's what? Just so, like she's just so young. Oh, I know, right? <laughs> I know she's so young. Ugh. Not that everyone else wasn't, but it was just one of those things where, like, I think it's because like you're so used to seeing her now in other things. One, because we just kind of never see them ever, like anyone else from the show. Right, exactly. Like, yeah, don't, just... don't watch anything else yeah. with. <laughs> that the others are in so whereas like i see olivia wilde's face around more yeah so to see her like this is just like whoa baby (laughs) (laughs) Uh, then we cut to right (laughs) sandy and rebecca at the pier now if you're a fugitive don't you feel like the pier would be a little out in the open I mean, I guess, like, technically no one knows she's back. So at this point, it's more well, just, I like, guess, she can't re I mean, I guess technically she's, in any real way. She's not back either, right? Like, because it, it happened in Berkeley. Right. So, like, so, no like, one would know her, but still. No. Yeah. I would like to know how she got into the country. Right? Yeah. Because she would have had to cross the border if she was in Canada. Yeah. And even, like, the smallest, even, even smallest driving, places, like, you right. have, like, the tiniest little border crossings. Like, that's what my family has at the edge of their farm, like, to go into New York State. Right. It's super tiny. They know they know all the guys, like, the people that work in the booths, like, on both sides. And it's <laughs> not even, like, half the time they don't even have to, like, show their stuff. It's just right. like, oh, hey, Tom, cool. Okay, hey, bye. Like. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. I'm sure there's a way she could do it. But anyway, that's never explained. Mm-hmm. Um, especially too because she's like far into the country at this point. Yeah, <laughs> like like the other end of it. Yes, one of the furthest points away from Canada. <laughs> anyway, so she's asking about Kirsten. He hasn't told her yet because yep. he doesn't want to make her an accomplice because he's harboring a fugitive. And I'm like, mm, that's a weak answer. Mm-hmm. My guy, Sandy Cohen. Yeah. Are you serious? That's the, that's what you're gonna use an excuse right now? Yeah. <sighs> but yeah, like it's. I mean, it's kind of like a nice conversation because, of course, she assumes that it he is. ended up with this like radical leftist, right. like aka another version of her. But like Kirsten's the exact opposite. Like, mm-hmm. you know, from Newport, pretty yeah. like pretty conservative on scale. <laughs> And then we learn that, like, Rebecca hasn't had any, like, family or anything no. like that because, you know, she's always moving. She can never really be her, like, real person. Right. Which makes sense. Like, that does make sense that totally. you would stay single all that time for that reason. Mm-hmm. Well, you'd think, like, after 22 years at some point. I know. You could have maybe settled down to, like. Well, and surely to God, you could meet somebody in Canada and just be like, yeah, I can't go back to the States for this reason. And the right person is going to be like, okay. Totally. <laughs> cool. <laughs> That's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But either way, she's decided she's going to spend some time with her dad and then leave again. Yeah. And she wants Sandy to help her tell her dad that she's leaving. Yeah. 
Yeah. Agreed. <laughs> she, I hate her so much. I know. Anyway, that's... I'm so annoyed by her very presence. I hate the storyline so much. Then <laughs> uh, we cut back to school. Yeah. Or to school. I don't think we've been at school yet. And Ryan comes up behind Lindsay at her locker and like kisses her and invites her over for dinner. And she's like, oh, okay, like, cool. Who's going to be there, basically? Yeah. <laughs> And he's like, ah, oh, you know, Kirsten. And he does that, like, coughing, like, Caleb. <laughs> and she's like, no, I don't want to see him. Which oh, is fair. And it was, like, executed so well. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> but he keeps going into this, like, big, like, Star Wars, Luke Skywalker, Darth yeah, Vader. Yeah, even Luke. Even Luke was happy to have a father, even though he was Darth Vader, which is what he had said to Kirsten earlier. Yeah. But that Lindsay is like, um, except that they like fought each other with lightsabers and one of them died and Luke lost a hand. <laughs> like, this is a terrible analogy. <laughs> and then Kirsten goes to Caleb and basically yeah. has the same version of the conversation. Okay, except this scene was also super weird to me because... The first thing Caleb says to her is, like, something about how cardio bar or yogalates is, like, doing wonders for her figure or something. And I'm like, you're her father. If my father said that to me, I'd be like, excuse me? I know. I can't even handle it with, like, when my dad comments on my hair or, like, anything remotely whatsoever. Oh, yeah. It and was like, so weird. And then he says her top butter is her up, but I know, but in, bad. like, a weird, creepy, gross way. Yeah. Like, that's not how you talk to your daughter. It's weird. Oh. It was very uncomfortable. And then I mean, calling... she was also like, what the hell is going on right now? Definitely. Uh, I love that he kept calling Ryan the inland, inland street, street thug. thug. <laughs> what? As if he doesn't enough. live on the water? Is that what you mean? <laughs> like, as we've learned, Chino is only 45 minutes away. And that doesn't necessarily mean it's like 45 minutes straight inland. Like, it's... Right. I was going to say, how far inland can it be? <laughs> You're still in California. <sighs> but, but yeah, Kirsten is like, no, you're coming to dinner or else you're going to lose two daughters. Yep. Done. Ugh. Then we have back <laughs> stupid Rebecca. You'll be able to tell whenever we're going back to that because we'll just have a ugh before yeah. it every single time. Of course, so it's Sandy and Max and Rebecca. She's leaving. They turn into a whole, like... It turns into like, you know, like, why don't you turn yourself in? Like, you could clear your name. And then we find out. Yeah. That apparently she didn't actually even do it. Right. She didn't. She wasn't there the night they blew up the lab. She didn't show up. Then I'm guessing it was Jeffrey Dean Morgan and their other friends had to, like, do it. And it's just like. I know. She was like, I panicked and ran and I didn't want to testify against my friends. And I'm like, mm, you became a fugitive of the law for this? And like, okay, even if you did that to start, fine, totally. That's fair. But 22 years? Right. A long ass time. Uh, yeah. But then, yeah, they basically, they want Sandy to take her case. But he kind of doesn't want to because, like, he has a family oh, now. Yep. 
And then we now we go back to school. Yes. <laughs> and get Jesus a super Jesus. awkward conversation with Seth oh. and Summer. Yeah. Seth is just like sketching there. Summer comes by. <laughs> <laughs> They're just talking about things. Yeah. <laughs> my favorite is he's talking about Marissa. Oh my god. And her magic blast. Oh. Okay, I felt like alcoholism like, is yeah. a superpower now. <laughs> and then they oh. almost start having like a real conversation or like he's at least trying to attempt being like because of our history like this yeah. could get weird and he's sort of trying to say it and Summer's almost kind of getting what he's throwing down but then Zach is like guys I like oh, pitched our story to this like comic book company and like they loved it so like now you have to do the artwork so like now we have to work together late tonight and like you have to spend all this time drawing Summer and looking at her yep which, like, I appreciate Zach's enthusiasm. Yes. But also, given the whole history of this little trio. Right. Do you think that's the best idea, Zach? Like, truly? <laughs> Are you comfortable with this? I know. Because it seems like a bad idea. Yeah. But whatever. <laughs> I'll figure that out eventually. <laughs> So, yes, that's exciting for them, but also <laughs> going to be problematic. Yes. And, like, both uh, Seth and Summer kind of just get, like, a fake, like, ooh, They're like, smile. oh, <laughs> great, awesome. Sounds fun. Yeah. So then we cut to Sandy coming home. Yeah. Kirsten setting up for dinner. And he's like, wait, what? And she's like, don't worry, like, you're yeah. not invited. You're not invited. This is a Caleb, Lindsay, Ryan dinner. Yeah. Which, quite frankly, sounds extremely awkward, but hey. And then, (sighs) he, like, again, half-truth, being like, Mm -hmm. okay, well, like, I'll just go back to the office. Max and I were thinking we would try and clear Rebecca's name. And she's like, oh, like, that's, like, that's such a good idea. Like, you know. Well, yeah, she's like, the man lost his daughter. Clearing your name, like, that's so nice. And, like, ugh. Like, Sandy, that was your opening. To be like actually she's alive yeah even if it was just like right in that moment being like i just found out right now right something like you could lie about that part yep no one's probably gonna find out that you lied about that part but no you're just gonna be like oh okay i'm just not gonna correct you and let you go on assuming that this woman that i was engaged to is dead which doesn't seem suspicious at all nope (sighs) Anyways, yeah. <laughs> Ryan tells Kirsten Lindsay's not coming. Yeah, because uh, she just like has does not want to have anything to do with Caleb. It's so funny because Kirsten's like, we can't just have dinner with you being my dad. Like this is not happening. <laughs> That's even worse. <laughs> so like, Ryan's Kirsten... kind of like, hey, good point, but I don't think I can say anything to convince her otherwise. Uh, yeah, so we can kind of tell that like Kirsten's gonna try to go talk to her. Yeah, she gives Ryan the cutlery to. Yeah. He tells him how to set it. Oh yeah. And... <laughs> Uh, Marissa and Alex are in the office of the bait shop. Yeah. And they, there's like one of Seth's drawings there. Mm-hmm. And Marissa's trying to kind of get the get the scoop. Like, what's the deal with yeah. Seth? Like, it's over. It kind of never really got started anyways. Yeah. And then again, it's just like, can I crash at your place? Like. And I mean, Alex is like, yeah, sure. Like, you've been spending a lot of time here, but. 
Mm-hmm. That's fine. Um, but then she's just like straight up asks her like, "What are you doing with me? Yeah. Like, what is what is this? Yeah. Which is fair. It's totally fair. Totally fair. And then Marissa kind of dodges that. <laughs> yeah. And is like, oh well, I should probably go home at some point anyway. Yeah. The typical, yeah, fine, I'm just going home. <laughs> Which, like, I do also understand where Marissa's coming from. Yeah. Because she's like, I don't know what I'm doing right now. Yes, absolutely. Because <laughs> she's like, I have gone my whole life up until this point assuming that I was a straight girl. And yeah. now I really like this girl. And I'm real confused about it. <laughs> so actually, I'm just going to go over here. And uh, maybe <laughs> we can just not look at this head on at yeah. the moment. <laughs> Which I think Alex also realizes is yeah. happening a little bit, but also just so, yeah. kind of like, it, we can't just keep doing this little weird dance of yeah. not quite, like, of like this flirty thing, but not anything happening. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. Okay. Uh, then we cut to <laughs> Lindsay. Yeah. Practicing the oboe. <laughs> okay, I have a woodwind question yes i thought oboes were bigger like was that a clarinet okay so here's what's funny is because when i was taking notes for this (laughs) my little marker of what was happening was Lindsay's practicing the clarinet and then all of a sudden they started talking about the oboe and i was like oh incorrect i incorrectly identified this instrument that's the exact same (laughs) word for word notes that i have it's clarinet, and then it's like oboe. Because isn't isn't oboe literally the bigger one? I honestly I don't know because I don't <laughs> know enough about of all of the instruments in the world. I know the least about the woodwind instruments. I feel like I just remember there's like when I was growing up, I had this probably like a tape or something, and it was I want to say it was David Bowie reading. It actually does not look that big in these pictures that I'm seeing of it. Some kind of oh, some kind of wolf story. What? What are those? Wolf it wolf? appears that they're actually very similar in size. Then so perhaps the... we were not so far out of uh, left field to think it was a clarinet. But then what? Because there's a big one that's like. I think that's the bassoon. Oh, maybe yeah. Okay. Yeah. But either way, I thought oboes were at least like. A lower octave range. Um, I think they might be, but I think it might have more to do with its 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 little end shape and like where all of the and like the internal structure of it. Now I'm never gonna remember what story that was. What kind of fable is there with like something about wolves? Like wolves a, or like a wolf i don't know it was david bowie was reading some oh, sort of story know. but it had like like a, a soundtrack to it and there was just a lot of spooky woodwind, woodwind oboes action <laughs> well in that case if anyone can tell us yes. the difference between a clarinet and an oboe with any authority <laughs> other than my real quick googling right now yeah <laughs> uh much appreciated otherwise I'm going to sit here and let you know that I don't think we were too far off to mistake it for a clarinet. Yes. So, feeling better about that. <laughs> yeah. 
But either way, Kirsten and Lindsay decide, like, maybe they'll, like, try together to kind of yeah attempt to figure Caleb out and have so a nice funny dinner. Though they're talking and she's like oh yeah I'm playing Brahms or whatever and Kirsten's like you know who likes Brahms <laughs> I'm like that is the worst segue I've ever heard so bad <laughs> <sighs> so funny yeah ugh ugh <laughs> then we end up back at Sandy's office yep and like it's Sandy and Rebecca and again she's like it's just gonna be 48 hours like he's like no like I'm gonna take on your case and like cause he's setting her up to like stay in his office basically and she's like well we should celebrate and they go into this like whole discussion about like how they used to get high all the time and yeah apparently Sandy Cohen can turn anything into a pipe which is I'm sorry hilarious to me (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but like yeah like we'll order in and he's like let's just stick to tequila no you shouldn't be having anything right so they ordered mexican food and tequila after a hug that went on for far too long yes (sighs) speaking of awkward situations uh seth is at summers and Mm -hmm. because he's going to draw her because he's never drawn her before right but she answers her bedroom door like wrapped up super tightly in her pink robe like it's like right up to her neck because then she's like in this full like costume that Mm -hmm. she happened to have like did she get this made is this like a bespoke costume (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah i don't know but it just turns into this whole like awkward like he's trying to pose her and like she doesn't know what arms akimbo means and like which is also just on your hips by the way it's also just like yeah that's like the weirdest word ever to it is such a weird word (laughs) and to be fair for a long time when i read about somebody standing with their arms akimbo in a book i had no idea what it meant well because especially because it sounds more just like a little more like flailing or something but it's no it's actually just like that superhero pose of like elbows out hands on your hips yeah (laughs) It always makes me think of Peter Pan. <laughs> oh my god, yes. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so like, it turns into them, of course, like, him like showing her how to draw and like touching hands and like she's not holding the pencil right. And it's just getting a little too... Oh, they're like, their faces are close. Yep. Awkward. Yeah. And then Seth is like, and I'm gonna go now and I'll do the rest from memory and I think I have enough and thank you very much. I'll come back for Princess Sparkle later. <laughs> Because, yeah, they almost kissed. Yeah. And then the lovely... Oh, the dinner. <laughs> Cohen nickel dinner. Like, immediately, Caleb and Ryan are just, like, low blow city. I mean, to be fair, Caleb always starts it. Absolutely. It's so funny, though, because Kirsten's trying so hard to make a conversation, and it's yeah. so awkward. But, yeah, he just keeps making these, like, digs at Ryan and, like... It's also kind of weird because, like, as much as he has always felt that way about Ryan, he's also virtually never talked to Ryan or said anything about Ryan. Right. For, like, a season and a half. I guess it's just he's dating Lindsay. Yeah. At this point. And he's, like, thinks he's weaseling his way into all of his daughter's lives. I don't know, man. It was just, like, it was just, like, it just bothered me because it was, like, you haven't said anything about Ryan, like, trying to steal everyone's money and all this stuff for, like, a year and a half basically. Right, I mean, aside I from, like, the whole, just... like, model home thing. But, like, ugh. 
basically just implying that Ryan is an idiot. Yeah. Um, And then, of course, he, like, is all, like, you impregnated impregnated a teenage girl. And then, like, left her. And then, like, Ryan was like, so did you. But I didn't pay, at least I didn't pay her off. And it's like, ooh. Quite frankly, that's a fair shot. You can't be going after somebody for getting a random person pregnant. Like, first of all, Ryan wasn't married at the time so he's already doing better than you are (laughs) um and also ryan was like a stupid teenager and also we actually never confirmed that this child was his so like 100 percent. to be fair i also don't think we've uh established that Lindsay is officially caleb's and i don't remember how that plays out so yeah me neither there's that also yeah um but anyway. they end up like nose to nose. Oh about yeah, like, to, like, like hit they're each other. about to throw punches. Except <laughs> Caleb has a heart attack. <laughs> <laughs> and okay, the whole because they're eating fondue, right? And Caleb grabs. Well, I didn't the, even notice that <laughs> the tablecloth. The only reason I noticed it is because uh, at the very beginning of the scene, Caleb compliments Kirsten's cooking, and then she's like, "Oh, it's not that hard. It's just like cheese in a pot. It's fondue." Oh. <laughs> But he grabs the tablecloth and pulls it all. And I was like, oh, my God, he's going to get hit with his fondue pot. <laughs> and sustain, like, burns while he's having a heart attack, which obviously doesn't happen. But it's all I could think of. Like, because not oh only is this just going to be, like, hot melted cheese in a pot, but, like, there's usually an actual flame underneath it. Yes. <laughs> anyway, I was very distracted by this while he was having a heart attack, which is maybe not the best thing to be concentrating on once I was having a heart attack. But, uh... oh. So we cut to the hospital. Yeah. Kirsten makes a hilarious joke about like that being the she's last time she's going to try cooking. <laughs> I love Kirsten in this episode so much. I know. Which makes the whole thing even worse. Yes. Seth and Ryan decide to go get coffee. Yeah. They ask if Lindsay wants to come. She decides to stay with Kirsten. So that's kind of a nice little like sister moment. Sandy shows up. But basically, Kirsten's like, no, everything's fine. You can just leave. She does ask him if he's been drinking, though. Yes. But also, like, no matter what the deal with Caleb and Sandy is, he should have stayed. Um, right. Like, I'm not saying go talk to Caleb, but you sit in that chair outside of his room. Right. The whole time. Ryan's there? That's how it works. Caleb doesn't like Ryan either. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. So yeah, Sandy leaves like mm-hmm. an idiot. Mm-hmm. <sighs> and then we cut to Summer and Marissa. Well, first we find out like Caleb's okay. Oh right, we do find that yeah. at first. The doctor comes, says he's okay, and it's the whole moment of like you know only family can see them, and Lindsay's like, but I'm his daughter. So then like she goes in to talk to him, and then I think like Kirsten. Or, like, the, yeah, something about, like, I'm his daughter. And then we see Sandy at the office again. and It's just a whole thing. So dumb. I'm just it's over so it. It's so dumb. Yeah. It just started, and I'm already so annoyed by it. Yeah, because I think he, like, ends up, like, sitting out on the little, like, that <clears throat> porch area and, like, tries calling her just to, like, check in. It's like, no, you shouldn't have left. Oh, I think that happens a little later. Oh, does it? Okay. Yeah. Remember, but yes, it is all very annoying. Yes, but yeah, then we definitely have a summer Marissa moment where she talks about almost kissing Seth. 
Yeah, it's really cute. <laughs> well, it's funny because, like, Summer's trying to be like, shouldn't you be at the hospital? And Marissa's like, no. Like, actually, she has a really funny line. She says that Caleb's like a cockroach. He'll outlive us all. <laughs> I know, because he's trying to be like, he's like your stepdad. You know, it's just like, Marissa's nope, like, I don't sincerely care. don't care. And also, Ryan says he's going to be fine. So, yeah. whatever. <laughs> um. But then she, like, brings it back around to, like, so you almost kissed him. And she was like, no, it was not almost a kiss. It was a nose grace. <laughs> totally different. Uh, but then they have, like, this conversation of, like, Marissa's like, sometimes you can just have a moment with someone, even where's when something doesn't happen. And Summer's like, who have you been grazing noses with? Yeah. <laughs> Marissa's like, no one. And she has, this, like, slightly, like, she's obviously talking about Alex. Yeah, and just that kind of, like... You know, it's not necessarily, like, someone that you think it is or, like... Yeah. It's actually really cute because then Summer is just, like, you know, whoever it is. Yeah. If they're not, you know, crazy, like Cohen. <laughs> <laughs> then go for it. Yeah. Uh, Man. She actually has a really funny line here, too, where Marissa's like, you know what I mean? And she's like, yeah, even if you're dating a totally hot guy that really likes you, you can still get flustered by a bobbleheaded geek in size 27 jeans. <laughs> <laughs> Which is maybe the best description of Seth Cohen I've ever heard. <laughs> it's really funny. Yes. Uh, Caleb then appears to have had a change of heart. <laughs> uh, you know, and he's like, I've never felt better. And he actually, like, apologizes to mm-hmm. Lindsay and Kirsten. And, like, you know, this is a second chance for us. And, like... Right. This part of the second chance title of this episode makes sense. I'm just yes. not sure how it encompasses everybody else. I know, cause especially because, like, if it's trying to hint that, like, there's a second chance for Sandy and Rebecca. Right? We got problems. Agreed. Josh Schwartz. Got problems. Um, but, yes, yeah, so, like, Lindsay forgives, a, forgives him. Ryan, like, sees that and just, like, ugh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <sighs> then it's. Sandy and Rebecca, and they're trying to figure out like how to keep her out of jail, but like yes, clear this is her when name. he goes to call Kirsten. He's like, I have yeah. to go call my wife. Yeah, and they're trying to figure out some kind of like amnesty rule so that then maybe she could like spend time with her dad before the trial. Oh yeah, and then because yeah, he's he's talking about how like you know like she's like you should go be with Kirsten, but also you know she doesn't mean it, right? Because Rebecca's the worst. I, she's so shady. I hate her so much. And, like, not to be, like, a downer, but literally every show I've ever seen Kim Delaney in, it's the same thing, and I don't like her. It's all, like, there's just always something off about That's so funny. Ways. Yeah. But, yeah, he's like, oh, no, like, Caleb hates me. It's fine. Blah, blah, blah. Meh, meh, meh. And then we get another really great little Kirsten Ryan moment, because... Yeah. She's like, oh, because, like, Seth went home, and she's like, oh, you stayed. And he's, she's like, this isn't your fault, you know. <laughs> I mean, it was bad timing, but. Yeah. <laughs> I could see how he'd be like, yikes, I caused this man to have a heart attack. <laughs> <laughs> but no, she is really sweet. She's like, this is not your fault. No one blames you for this. Like, yeah. it's clearly his lifestyle for the last 40 years. Right. <laughs> Karma's a bitch sometimes. Yeah. Uh, Alex ends up going to Seth's place, like, to the Cohen yeah. house. And, like, commenting on, like, what a nice house it was. I can't remember, like, how she ended up there. Like, she was bringing him something? 
she had a drawing up in the office that he had done, so she mm-hmm. was like returning it for. Oh, well, that's what it was. Okay, that's what I, I thought. I feel like she was just fishing remember. for an excuse to stop by and talk to Seth. Yeah. Although they do have like a really good conversation about how they do. How, it's really cute. Like maybe they didn't work, but like it was for a reason, and they were kind of like each other's like in between person, and like getting each other like ready for yeah. who's next. It's so like... funny because she's like. Um, She's like, you helped me get over Jody, and I helped you get over. And she's like flipping through his sketchbook full of sketches of summer, <laughs> and she's like, uh, summer, okay, or like maybe not. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. But yeah, she says good luck with summer, and then goes on her way. And then Sandy's making dinner for Kirsten, and it's her favorite. And also, like, he's clearly in the midst of making dinner. So, like, I'm assuming, like, dinner's pretty much almost ready. But, like, Kirsten's talking about how he needs to spruce up his office. And he's like, no, yeah. no, no, I like it that way. And she's like, okay, I'm just going to quickly run to the stores to get some stuff for Caleb. Yo, he's making salmon. Like, you don't have that much time. Right? Like, he's just putting the salmon in the oven and salmon takes, like, ten minutes. <laughs> I know. And, like, granted, yes, I always purposely overcook my salmon because I like it that way. But, like, I also, like, always overcook my salmon. But, like... It does not take that, like, no, it does not, it does even not to be overcooked to is, fish. like, solid, like, 14 minutes. Like, right. like <laughs> you don't have time to go to the fish store. Fish does not cook for that long. Oh. But anyway. So whatever. Um, oh, yes, then we cut to Summers again. Because yeah. Seth comes by to talk to her. She's wearing this weird thing. I was just very distracted by it because it looks like it had a bib attached to it. Yeah, it was some kind of weird thing, and yeah, they weird. ended up talking about, like, the costume, but then, like, how she wants Princess Sparkle to have a cape now, and just, like, but then both of them being, like, we well, need to spend both, like, yeah, the least amount time. of time together. <laughs> so then, of course, that comes in. Just like before. <laughs> and announces that they have a meeting at this place for the comic book, Wildstorm Comics. <laughs> They're gonna go on a road trip to San Diego. Just, Just the, the three, three of us. <laughs> and then somewhere we're like, oh good. Great. That's, that's awesome. <laughs> yep. Oh boy. We ended so back. Yes. Yeah. We ended back at the bait shop. Uh, Rachel Yamagata is performing. Alex is clearly having thoughts and thinking and trying to sort things out. She's yeah. Wandering around with that kind of pensive look. <laughs> but then Marissa shows up yeah. and they watch Rachel perform and then they hold hands. Thank you. And have looks with each other. <laughs> it's a sweet little moment. Yeah. Because then it's, I like because then it cuts to like Ryan and Lindsay in the hospital. Yeah. And it's the same thing. Ryan's they hold hands in the chair. And then they it's have so looks. Cute. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then Lindsay grabs his hand and the, yeah, it's basically a mirror of that. Yeah same moment which is cute um so then Lindsay drives ryan home and ryan's like this is my fault and Lindsay's like no it's not mm-hmm. <laughs> like this isn't anybody's fault yeah sometimes people just have heart attacks <laughs> but she does say like we should maybe kind of take a break because yeah kayla hates She's... you and like i'm yeah. finally good with him and we're trying to like sort that out and like yeah yeah. Ryan's so sweet. I know. 
Because he's all like, I know what it's like to not have a dad. So, like, I get it. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, Ryan. I know. So Ryan gets out, and Lindsay's, like, crying. Yep. So, obviously, she's sad mm-hmm. about it. I mean, listen. This relationship was always going to be doomed. Because oh, yeah. I just... A teenage relationship cannot handle your girlfriend being your surrogate mother's illegitimate half-sister. <laughs> too weird okay yep it's too complicated it was never gonna happen nope you guys are like 16 <laughs> anyway it's fine <laughs> yes so where are we now uh rebecca calls Let's sandy calls other... rebecca oh yeah he calls her right just so then we're for sure knowing that she's at the office and then Seth is drawing in his room and Kirsten calls. Because again, this is the magic salmon that takes two hours to cook. Apparently. Kirsten calls and is like, oh, like just let him know like I'm just dropping some stuff off at his office. Like I'll be home in a few minutes. Mm-hmm. And of course, Seth doesn't even bother to actually try and find Sandy. He's just like, okay, yeah, sure, whatever. <laughs> yeah, right. And then immediately well, Sandy comes. She, co- she says she doesn't, she's like, just tell him we'll be home soon. I'm going to drop some stuff by his office, but I want it to be a surprise. Yeah. So then Sandy comes in. It's like, who called? So like, clearly he was right there. Seth, wait two seconds, and maybe somebody yeah. will actually answer you. <laughs> I mean, t- to be fair, that's such a teenager thing to do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just stick your head out the bedroom door and be like, "Dad." <laughs> no, okay, he's not here. <laughs> uh, but we know what's coming. Yep. Which is that Kirsten shows up at the office. She comes in, lets herself in with the key, and turns the lights on. Because she has a key, first of all. Anyway. Yeah, I mean, that's also weird, but, like, maybe she took it from... Yeah, I don't know. Whatever. Like, whatever. she probably knows where the key is. There's probably a spare key. True. Um, of course, she's rustling. Rebecca comes out being like, Sandy? Then Kirsten turns around. <gasps> Rebecca. Yikes. And that is how that episode ends. With you going, oh, that's going to go over super well. Mm-hmm. Big yikes. <sighs> mm-hmm. So I feel like we agree on who's the most annoying. Is it Rebecca? Or is it Sandy Cohen? It's the both of them, for sure. It's technically mostly Sandy because he's actually like a main character that we care about. Yes, and because at this point... As much as Rebecca has been moderately annoying in certain instances, mm-hmm. she has at this point tried to leave and tried to get him to go home to his family. Yeah. Yes. As much as like I don't believe her sincerity in this, she has at least yeah. attempted to do what one might consider to be the right thing. For sure. Whereas Sandy has just been the worst for this entire episode. Yep. Mm-hmm. We... So yeah, Sandy. Oh, and it's never supposed to be Sandy. No! This was so unexpected for me yeah. in this episode. I was like, most annoying, and I was like, it's gotta be Sandy. Mm-hmm. Uh, we didn't have anybody new in this episode. Um, 
I had the most Callie moment as just Sandy being outside of his office calling Kirsten because there's like people on like it's not even at the pier it's at like somewhere else more yeah it's like wherever his office is it's like right near the beach yeah yeah agreed I had that too <laughs> uh for the song I did I had like the Rachel Yamagata yeah uh reason why just because it was kind of at the end she was actually performing it it was when everyone was holding hands it was holding it was cute although there's like, <laughs> like a, pretty... a very like cheesy yeah. 2004 kind of a way <laughs> sorry what were you gonna say well there, like there was other kind of like one other big song um cartwheels by the reindeer mm-hmm. section when like seth is trying to pose summer and like yes. it was just like a whole you know building this sexual tension but definitely tension. yeah <laughs> Uh, did you have a favorite Sethism? You know, nothing really stood out that much for me in this episode. Other than, like, that moment at the very beginning when he's talking to Sandy about the leniency of his own curfew. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the one I had was also at the beginning, but when he was talking to Ryan about kind of, like, Alex and then Summer and just, like... Oh, yes. Um... Ah, no, no. She's merely kitchen table fodder at this point. Uh, She's no longer up to pool house standards of, like, (laughs) discussions being needed. Ah, that's fair. I know. Ugh. So, basically, everything's gonna get ruined. Oh, yeah. This next episode's even worse. Yes. Episode 12, what is it called? The Lonely Hearts Club? Yeah. Mm. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, let us know if you also hate Rebecca <laughs> and this whole entire storyline. Yes, I despise oh. it immensely. I mean, I feel like it's not that I hate the storyline; it's just the like, why? I like that it's you know a bit more of like Sandy and Kirsten's past, but why does it have to be so bad, destructive? That kind of like right. was she one that got away? Like the one that got away? Because like Sandy and Kirsten are clearly so in love, and their life is so like. For the I know part, they're solid. Like, so in love, and like it's such a good life. And like, are you saying that you would really want to know like what could have happened? Like, look at what you have. Which, like, I mean, I suppose I do understand a little bit having mm-hmm. that thought of like what could have been, but like, it was so long ago. Like, yeah, twenty-two years. Yeah. Come on, man. Yeah. Let it go. <sighs> so annoying. You were in college. Right? Ugh. Yeah. But we will be back next week and we're going to find out what happens. Mm-hmm. <sighs> <sighs> <laughs> we are less than thrilled. Yes. But it's fine. Uh, but you can be angry with us next week and we'll get through this together. Yep. (laughs) We'll see you then. Bye.